Hey, howdy, hey, friends. Welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn. My name is Colby. My name is Landon. So, yeah, let's just kind of hop on in to the Hopper Drop section of this podcast. All right, so Hopper Drop. This is a segment where we discuss the latest in Disney news and whether or not we're hopping on board or dropping the Disney company for this decision. I'm super excited for this. You know, and we're going to cover the thing that all Disney podcasts we're talking about this week. Tron Light Cycle Run is opening at the Magic Kingdom. It's a super hot for me. I do think it took Disney a little bit too long, especially with the pace that Universal has been going at when opening new rides and then a whole theme park in the time that Disney has been building this single ride. But I'm excited for it to open and it's about time. So huge hot for me. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. I was 21 when they announced Tron. I'm now 27. I did just turn 27. But, you know, that being said, it's taken a really long time for Disney to get this up and moving. But, I mean, we're ready. Us fans, we are hungry for a new e-ticket attraction. And yep. especially it coming to the premier park, Magic Kingdom, the most yep. visited park in the world. I think that this is huge news. I mean, giant, ginormous news. I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited for the pins that are going to come out. I'm excited <laughs> for merch. Yep. And just in general, I'm excited to see a theming as well as just that area. It, this is a whole new area of the park that is being unleashed, which is really, really cool. So definitely hopping on board for this. And I cannot wait to experience it myself. Yeah, just like y'all, I'm hopping on board. I think this is something Magic Kingdom really needed. Magic Kingdom has all the classic rides that everyone knows, but this is something new that's going to just bring more attention to the park, and it's going to be great, and I'm just so excited for it. I My big issue that I would normally have with it is the fact that it's a drag-and-drop ride. Like, they already have a version of this in Shanghai, which I think is a little better considering they don't have the locker system, which I know we want to talk about a little bit. I, yeah, I yeah. just... I Normally, in the past, I have not been a fan of drag-and-drop rides, but considering I've been waiting for this ride for so long makes me <laughs> excited for it. I just don't know why so. it took them so long to build something that they already had like blueprints and everything for. Yeah. Like the drag and drop. It just doesn't make sense to me, but it's here now. I'm not complaining. I'm excited. So yeah. we'll see what it entails. I'm looking forward to just the fact that you are literally, your body's just kind of laying there in a way, but you're in like almost an athletic stance. I'm wondering if it's going to be similar to like how it feels to ride the Haggard's motorbike adventure at Universal. Because Universal has always done, like, the locker system, and they don't allow you to take any loose articles on any ride. But I'm wondering if this is going to be similar to that as far as, like, the intensity. That, that, that feels so much more intense since you're sitting on a bike. So I'm, I'm just excited to see what this is going to be like. Seeing the ride vehicle, it kind of makes me think of if they were to put Flight of Passage on a roller coaster, just in the way you're sitting. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just... But even, even so, ride. like, this is... This is even more so exaggerated. Like you're you're downward more. It's like almost you're doing a yoga position. Because I, you know, I remember yeah. when they on my DCP, they used to have the test ride vehicles that you could like just get on to like build hype for the ride. This is in 2019 or almost 2020. So this is a long time ago. Yeah, that's crazy. But that's I remember nuts. getting on them and just being like, I, you know, I'm a bigger guy. Like I'm six foot four. So I'm on the vehicle, being like, okay, I'm a little uncomfortable. So, I, I I just think that it's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah but still, sure. like, hops all around though. Oh, for yeah, sure. No, I why anyone I'm would drop. So this. excited, so excited. Yeah. I mean, I can, it's going to be such a unique experience. Another aspect of Tron opening that, that I'm really interested to see how it works out is Tron is going to have ride lockers, which is 
this is the first time that Disney has ever implemented any type of ride locker system. What do you guys think about that? I think it's a little bit weird. I the in Shanghai they have like a cart that they push around for like your bigger backpacks to like set down so that way you can like pick them up at the end of the ride and then they have like places for you to put your phones and sunglasses on the ride vehicle and as far as we know as of right now there is none of that at disney at disney world so i'm just wondering why they didn't at least put the part where you can put your phone and sunglasses in if it's already on ride vehicles dang high but you know i'm not opposed to it but it will make the difference for me whether or not there is a three-hour wait and i have nothing to entertain myself in that three-hour line so yeah, and I think some people are going to be like, oh, well, socialize with the ones around you. Like, say something along that. But a three-hour line is very long. Like, I socialize with people around me in the front and back and my family or whoever I'm with at Disney. And even like then, like, I get on my phone a lot. So I think that's going to really just be interesting to see how that works out. I hope we can take them through and there's a spot on the ride for it. But, Yeah. Especially like the lightning lane, like in line, I'm trying to book the next lightning lane for when I get off that ride, I can get on another. So that's going to kind of take that away if I can't do that. So I think I'm conflicted on it. I don't want to say I'm completely a drop on it. I'm not necessarily in love with the idea of having ride lockers, but in order to bring the unique style ride system and ride vehicle that this has, it does make sense. We're, we are going to be flying overhead of literally people. So if you were to f- drop something, then, and it hit them, obviously, you know, it could have serious implications on their health, and it could hurt them, it could kill them, whatever. And so I understand wholeheartedly while Disney is doing this. I just hope that there's a way that yeah. you can have your phone and, like, maybe, you know, snacks or something like that throughout the throughout the ride. Also, water. I mean, it's so hot in Florida. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it, I just hope that there's a way that... I, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they do this. I think as far as like the water thing goes, I think they'll probably have like a concession stand in the middle where you can buy an $8 water. I don't think Disney's really going to hesitate on that yeah. part. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully but, they have free water fountains in the line. Yeah. They have that it's in Pandora. I'm super, I'm super hopeful as far as that goes. I think that, I think like Landon said, the only issue I could see coming to rise is whenever they stop doing the boarding groups like where you can only get in with boarding groups is whenever you're able to do lightning lanes. And that's going to be tough. And I'm also curious as how they're going to enforce it because at Universal, like on Incredible Hulk, the rocket ride they have there, like on all their rides where they don't allow you to take your phone on, they have uh, metal detectors before you go into the line. So I'm curious as if Disney is going to do that because they've gone away with their metal detector system. So it's interesting to see what they do. Yeah, it'll be fun. To see. So the next section we're going to be talking about is the nighttime shows are returning as well this is a big week in disney because tron obviously opens april 4th and then happily ever after and epcot forever are returning to magic kingdom and epcot april 3rd so that's pretty big it's a bit of a hop and a drop for me like i love happily ever after i think it's one of the best like nighttime shows that disney has had in a long time and it just holds like the music is great like it holds a special place and they're implementing some new like technology into it like with projections on main street so i'm excited to see what they do there as far as harmonious going away and the harmonious barges it's a bit of a hop and drop i hate the way the barges look i think they're gross i wish that there was a way to like keep them though and have the sight lines of epcot back and epcot forever wasn't my favorite show i thought it was a good filler show 
while transitioning from Illuminations to Harmonious. I thought it was a good yes. like gap show, but I, I don't think it's a good year-round show. Yeah, I agree with that. A little hot take here, even though we're not really doing that this episode. I don't really watch fireworks a lot, so it's not that big of a deal to me. But I know like majority of the guests do, uh, and that it's like very special to them. That's the last thing they do in the park before they leave. So I do want that to be a plus ten out of ten experience for them. So yeah, I mean I'm hopping on board if that's helping those people out. I love Happily Ever After. It was on my DCP, so it helped me in that way. But man, I don't really care as far as like the fireworks go. I love the music in Happily Ever After, so I'm happy that it's coming back. That being said, Epcot Forever. I worked at Epcot while Epcot Forever was was happening, and you know it's run. And it's not my favorite. That being said, it's not the worst show ever. But I still think that, and I don't think Disney will ever do this, but Disney, if you're listening, I still think that Disney should never retire a fireworks show. If you think about it, you could run a fireworks show for a week and then run another fireworks show for a week. You really could. You could run happily after, you can bring back wishes. And then you can, you know, do Harmonious at Epcot. You could do Illuminations, you Epcot Forever. You could just mix and match them. and you never have to retire one. That's 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 an idea that I've always had that I think could work. Logistically, I know it would take some yeah. things to figure out. But I don't know. That's what I would see in the future. Yeah, I think that it's not... I don't think it's a bad idea to, like, rotate them in and out. I think that if you made it, like, a longer period, more than a week, like, made it, like, like this month is going to be happily ever after. This month's going to be wishes. This month's going to be... You know, and then they have the opportunity not only to implement new shows whenever they have an idea to expand on, like they have the opportunity to consistently evolve and i know that's something you want disney to do so i think that like from a fan from your perspective like absolutely understand and i also have never been a huge fan of the fireworks shows i always watched illuminations when i would go on vacation just because it was such a good show and it was there for like 20 years and my parents were attached to it but i didn't watch happily ever after till i watched it whenever i was living there while like at the same time colby was like on his dcp and like around like 2019 2020 era right before it went away so i that holds a special place into my heart because of the memory so i'm excited to see it for that reason but like again i'm a big nostalgia disney guy so that's all that's i'm excited to see old things come back except for epcot forever my thoughts on that i would agree with colby i think it would be fun to see just like a whole bunch of different shows like implemented at once like if they could set up the fireworks some way like maybe a magic kingdom that way where they could have multiple shows set up like all in the same area so they could kind of just switch it out every night i think that'd be kind of cool definitely a fun idea to think and that would leave guests on the edge of their seat until about eight o'clock whenever like they make the announcement like join us for the fireworks show so i think that'd be like a cool thing to do if disney could just switch them out somehow every day but i mean at least week to week like that would be cool month to month maybe and then they could just have different ones and it keeps guests there longer but yeah i like that idea imagine that you were in epcot and you are really excited about the nighttime show and then those barges come out and you're watching harmonious <laughs> well no imagine you're expecting like illuminations because that's what you were told was going to be there and it's epcot forever like that would, oh would, be, that would, would be a tragedy but no, I think I think it's a cool change. I think that if they could implement something like that and also get people coming back more than once a year, like not that they really need the money, but it would give a guest like, for example, like Happily Ever After, but I also like Wishes. Happily Ever After one month and then they have like a two day gap 
and then they have wishes the next month that would be incredible to be able to watch like to be like i would i would go back again to be able to watch wishes i've done disney enough to where i'm like i want to go back for the new things but there's not really a reason for me to go back except for fun so it would give me a reason to like yeah. to be like oh i can plan a trip this time of year and this time of year and and go so i think we have one more topic in hopper drop that we want to hit on it's kind of a sad one but it, it's a necessary one yeah i hate announcing this but it's gonna happen we're here for change Splash Mountain officially closes on the 23rd of January. So if you want to ride it, the 22nd, I believe it's a Sunday, will be your last day to ride Splash Mountain. I'm hopping on board. I know this This is probably sad, but it's just kind of on brand. I love when things change. I will miss Splash Mountain. I really will. It was a ride that was part of my childhood. I grew to really love the characters as well. <laughs> but man, listen, if you're going to change it, let's go ahead and get on. That's just my outlook on it. If we're going to get it changed, I don't want to have another year splash. Let's go ahead and refurb this ride, bring Princess and the Frog, and let's bring something new. I think it's a hot for me at this point in my life. I've waited, like, when they first announced it, I was a little confused. And not because of, like, like I get why they had to make it go away, and I fully support that. I was confused as to why Princess and the Frog was going in Frontierland. Like, I get it fits really well in Disneyland where, it, like, it's right next to New Orleans Square and, like, fits the theming really well. Yeah. But that was my issue at first. But now it's been, like, it's the same thing with Tron opening up. Like, I wasn't excited, super excited for Tron since it was a drag-and-drop ride. But, like, now it's been, like, two, two and a half years since they announced it. And I'm just, and I'm just ready to see something new come to the park. So, I've, I've every time I've gone, I've been like, is this going to be my last time riding Splash? And, and that's burnt me out a little bit. So... I'm sad to see it go, but I'm excited to see what Disney is going to do next. I just hope they do Princess of the Frog justice. Yeah, I totally agree with all y'all's points. I have my own little takes on it, so here we go. I'm going to hop and drop this one. I'm going to mm-hmm. hop on because they really like gave up on Splash. Like, just really stopped caring about it. I felt like Disney did. Like, I went last week, and just seeing the ride, like, it just looked – there were things messed up everywhere with the animatronics maybe like paint and everything like it just really needs work and i felt like they just kind of stopped caring so i'm hopping on board for change definitely excited to see what princess and the frog will bring that definitely is going to be cool seeing that just in the parks more but yeah i don't know where why it fits in Frontierland in their mind but i guess if we're gonna put it anywhere might as well just put it there Uh, the reason i'll drop it is just because i love splash and it's always sad seeing an old ride go that you grew up with. And this was like my favorite ride growing up. Still one of my favorites. Had to give it one last ride last week. So if you tuned in our last podcast, we did a draft system of the best quick service restaurants at Walt Disney World. I will announce it. I won. I got one more vote than Glenn and then Colby came in third. I'm kind of shocked, not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, I'm shocked. But... I mean, I'll just hold the trophy high. This week, for the new episode, we'll be drafting Rides at Magic Kingdom. I'm really excited about this one. We're going to do a different order. We're going to flip it. So Gwen is going to go first. Colby is going to stay in the middle. And then I'm going to go third. So without further ado, Gwen, what you got with the first pick? Okay, guys. I'm super excited for this week. Magic Kingdom is one of my favorite parks. It has some of my favorite classic rides in the park. And I'm going to have to take one that I, I don't know how high it'll be on there. I don't have. I can't worry about that right now. I'm going to pick Big Thunder Mountain. It is one of my, I love the theming of this ride. 
and I think that it is one of my favorite overall rides in the Magic Kingdom. Definitely the first roller coaster I ever went on. That's a good pick. I definitely respect that pick. I like for the longest time I wasn't a fan of Big Thunder. I thought it was very overrated. But this past trip, we rode it so many times, and like I grew a new love for it. And I got a couple new Big Thunder pounds lately, so I'm really liking it. So like that pick. I love the theme of the of the ride. I love their their costumes. Yeah. Like I just, it's the wildest ride in the wilderness. So my my first overall pick, one point two. I'm gonna take Tron Light Cycle Run. <laughs> oh, I I have whoa, never. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's not even open. Not, yeah. <laughs> well, it it's still a part of Mad Kingdom currently, and so I'm gonna take Tron Light Cycle Run. It might be a little I mean, against the rules, but as the guy on the podcast that loves change, as the guy that you know, wants different things. This is exactly what I want. I want a new ride. So I'm going to take Tron Light Cycle Run. As much as I want to take this yeah. away from you, I guess that's I can't. So good pick. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's, that's a solid. I mean I, I, I mean, I haven't written it yet, so I can't tell you whether or not it's a good ride. But like, I'm, I'm excited for you. That's, that's overall. Definitely. A, <laughs> man, beat me. That's crazy. All righty. <laughs> Landon, it's your turn. <laughs> All right, I'm split between a few right now, but I'm going to take the classic. I'm going to take Haunted Mansion. I think it's just an amazing ride all around. You have the walkthrough experience. You have the ability to sit in the doom buggy, and you can ride through. It's a classic for me. may not be as high on everyone else's list, but I like it as my third over or the third overall pick. No, that's my number two pick. <laughs> Man, no, that's a good pick. Haunted Mansion's one of my favorite rides I love. I love the theming. I love the classic Imagineering tricks that they do in there. Man, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. You're going to win some votes with that one. So upset. You can bury me in the Haunted Mansion. Goodness. Haunted Mansion is the, the most overrated Magic Kingdom. I, I wouldn't disagree, but I like I'm it. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I thought the same thing, but I think these past few trips that I've taken, kind of grown a new love for it. For a long time, I was like, I've done this before. It's not scary, but... I feel like now I just look for new things that I haven't seen on the ride, whether it's like little details or what. So yeah, that's why it's up there for me. I think it's a classic. Is it the most thrilling? Yeah. No, it's they're also really getting thrilling. the Hatbox Ghost. Whenever they get the Hatbox Ghost, man, I, agree. I will be one hundred percent full in on the haunted because I, you know, just riding the Disneyland version of Haunted Mansion, the Hatbox Ghost is awesome. It's one of the coolest other trucks ever. <laughs> To me, so once I get that, I'll be fleeing on Haunted Mansion. Well, if we're drafting for the future, I might as well pick it then because you just drafted Tron. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey, very true, very true. For my second overall round pick, I I have to go with another one of those rides that might be overrated, but it's my favorite. I love the People Mover. The People Mover was my mom's favorite ride when I was a kid, so we always rode it. Now the line's always a little bit longer. That's one of my peeves with it, but. I wrote it like consistently every time I went to Magic Kingdom for a view of Tron for the past two and a half years. So it's probably my most ridden ride at the Magic Kingdom. But it's just a classic. It's a good place to like sit back, relax. You get the people views while people watching. And yeah, I just like the ride and it's cool. I wish they had it in Disneyland, but I love that we have it in Disney World still. And I don't want it to change ever. I love the people mover. I probably personally wouldn't have picked it this high, but I do respect the pick. So with my next pick... I do want to prioritize a ride that's actually open because, you know, Tron is not open yet. But oh. <laughs> I'm going to take Space Mountain because it's thrilling. Really? 
I love the hue. I love like the just the space theming. You know, I it, it being so dark in there, and it it really is just a thrilling ride because of that. Like I've I've actually had the opportunity to ride it with the lights on, and it's not as thrilling with the lights on. But because you don't know where you're going, it really is super thrilling. And I just love the theming of it. I'm basically taking over Tomorrowland with my with my draft. I like it. I like it. I think space would probably have been my next pick. So that's a good one. Do you have anything on that, Glenn? I probably had it at number four on my list. Like it's a rough for me. They haven't updated the inside yeah. in such a long time. It's one of those classic rides. But they just need to they need to do something with it to make it a little bit smoother. I hate walking out of there. Yeah, they rode it once. I think once or twice as fast trip. And they didn't want to ride it anymore after that just because of how rough it is. So I think if they fix that, it'll have a lot more people wanting to ride it. It's definitely, which I think it's an e-ticket, personally. But, but yeah, I just think they need to do some updates with it. Moving on to my pick. I have a couple that I'm deciding between. But I think I'm going to go with the coaster this time. Yeah, I'm going to pick Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. I know Colby's going to disagree with this one. But I love the ride. I think it's very smooth. It's a great starter ride mm. uh, for kids. But it also has enough thrill for adults. I like the drops on it. I like how the ride vehicle actually sways with you. And I think like the animatronics in there, really cool. Theme song's cool. All around, I like the ride. So that's why I'm picking it. Yeah, I don't hate Seven Dwarves. It's just hard for me to fit in it. And I think that the wait is way too long for the actual <laughs> coaster. But I do like it. So it's not a bad pick at all. Yeah, they do need to work yeah. on the online. So now it's my turn again. It is my uh, third overall pick. And this time, guys, you know, I'm going with the Jungle Cruise, just like Landon. I love the history of the way that, like, Walt was a part of the, like, it was Walt's vision for the ride. I do think the ride could use a little bit of updating. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. But overall, it's like one of those classic rides that I'm always going to do when I go to the Magic Kingdom if there's not a 120-minute I like I like that pick. We had a couple different type of skippers this past time when we went. The first one was like really high energy. She was super corny, as they should be. But then, like, she was phenomenal. Like, I will give her 10 out of 10. The next one that we had, she had a different approach to how she did her show, I guess you could say. She was a little more negative on it, like, talking like I have to deal with y'all this whole week or these next three months, whatever they say. And I think she did a great job too, just coming from that approach. At first I was like, what the heck is she going to try to do here? But I really liked it. It made the ride better. The skippers always make the most of the ride and it, it would just be boring without them. So The thing I do like about Jungle Cruise is it's random if it's going to be good or not. Because if the skipper is good and they're funny and they're engaged and they're making me laugh, and they're not afraid to totally buy in to a role, then the ride's really fun, and they make it fun. But, you know, it just kind of depends on what type of skipper you have, like I'll said. So for my yeah. next pick, I'm actually going to take Splash Mountain. <laughs> so it's going to be in combination. I'll take Splash Mountain and Tiana's Bayou Adventure because, you know, one's going to be okay. coming. But... I was about um, to say, I would have taken it, but... I think the ride itself is thrilling. I think it's fun. I love the theming. And I do think Diana's will be a good ride as well. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a steal. Good pick. The only reason it wasn't higher on my list was with the closing. But at the time that this podcast releases, you know, it, is, it closes this week. So it's still technically open. So good picks. Good picks. 
All right. So after some thoughts around this one, I think I'm going to take the Hall of Prep. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to take Pirates of the Caribbean. Another dark Goodness. Man, that drop on Pirates from the front row. I rode the front row, I think, for the first time in years last week. And, like, I felt like I was about to fall out of the ride. And yeah, that's why I pick it. I just think it has its thrill. It has its just joy. You get wet sometimes. It's fun. It keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole time. So yeah, that's why I'm picking up my third. Definitely one of my favorite rides in the Magic Kingdom is Pirates. <laughs> probably, I think we've covered a lot of like the really good attractions that Magic Kingdom has to offer. I'm probably forgetting one. But, oh, I have my fourth round pick. Probably not one, maybe not. It might not be the one you're thinking of, but I'm going to take the the railroad that goes, I'm going to take the Magic Kingdom Railroad. That's what I'm taking. Good it's pick. one of my, it, again, it's another one of those rides that I have not written since I was still weekly a child. So I'm excited to experience it again for what's going to feel like the first time. It's a, one of those, like, again, I have the people mover and I have that. Those are like two really relaxing rides that I just, I like to just sit, I guess, at the Magic Kingdom and just not have a lot of thrills. I think that's what the Magic Kingdom's for. So I'm taking the Magic Kingdom Railroad. Man, I really like that pick. To be honest, I thought it was going to slip y'all's mind. I was going to take on my last one. So that's why I didn't just take it. But props to you for thinking about it. Yeah. Hey, I love the part where it goes through a splash. That's like one of my favorite parts. But I think it just shows a cool part of just the story about the Magic Kingdom. They added something new on it, and it's like Peter Pan wrestling his ghost, like on the roof, kind of, so you can hear it over the speaker, and, like, you'll just hear, like, the banging noises on the, like, ceiling of the train and everything. It's pretty cool. That's Um, cool. Yeah, they did a great job with it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a big fan, so. With my final pick, I'm going to be taking Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, and I know that this ride could use a refurb. I'm aware of that. It desperately needs one. But I love competition, and I love the Toy Story franchise. I love the challenge of getting 9999999. I love that challenge. I like to do it every trip, and if I don't do it, I get upset. (laughs) I have to go back on and try again. So it's definitely one of my favorite rides of all time. So yeah, that's why I am taking it with my last pick. Now, I love Toy Story Mania, which I think is just a better version of this ride. But as far as Magic Kingdom goes, I think that it's a good ride. It needs a refurb. Every time I go on it, though, I don't go on it with people that, like, exactly know how to get that top score. So I always feel like I'm, like, competing with myself more than anyone else. But it's still just an overall, like, great ride. I love it. So a little if you quick can story get about the this. top score in the first room, that's when you are truly elite. That's when you are truly just, yeah. you can't be beat. When I lived there in 2019, I went on it so many times that I was able to do that. And it was the highlight of my life. So I'd actually never hit it. That's a like terrible fact about me. I'd never gotten it until this past trip. And I was on it with my dad. And he has like, I think it was 300 uh-huh. points or something like that. After the first room. And he looks over at me, and I had like 450,000. And I, I was like on fire in like my eyes. He couldn't be touched. I, I can proudly announce. Yeah, yeah. I can proudly announce that I hit 99999. 400 points. I had 400 points in the first room, and he thought he was on fire. And he looked over at my screen, and he was just <laughs> like, What? It was hilarious. That's amazing. Wow. With the final pick in this podcast draft, I'm taking That's one great. with a very long wait. It may not be at the top of everyone's list because it wasn't. That's why it's here to me now. I'm going Peter Pan. I think it needs a refurb. I will say that. 
they need to do something with London, just the overview of it. I love Peter Pan, though. I love the ride. I love the movie. Not going to wait 120 minutes for it, but it's definitely worth the 30 minutes for me. So, what you got, Glenn? Great fourth-round pick. All I got to say, that's a, that's a fantastic, like, like it's not exactly a sleeper, but the line's always so long that I, I never ride that ride. And because the line's always so long, it is one of the only overrated rides in Magic Kingdom that I, I just don't think is worth it. But yeah. if they get that if they get a refurb done, like they redid the line a few years ago, if they redo the ride and like make it like like up to date with the like effects and animatronics and everything, I would it would go higher on my list as well. So Yeah. Good fourth round pick. The queue on it, like the way they update it is amazing. Like just the bedroom. I love just the, like, you can wave your hands over that projector and, like, Peter and Kink will come out. Like, I think that's really cool. Great job with you. Yeah. All righty. So let's review. Let's review our teams, so to speak, our picks. And then same as last time, we are going to have a story up on our Instagram, and you can vote who has the best draft. So, Glenn, go ahead and review your draft. Yeah. So starting off my draft, I picked a, a fan favorite. I picked Big Thunder Mountain. Then I moved on to another fan favorite, People Mover. Then less of a fan favorite, Jungle Cruise. Then, you know, back right to a fan favorite with the Magic Kingdom Railroad. Very nice. And I chose Tron Light Cycle Run with my first pick. Then my second pick, I chose Space Mountain. Third pick, got the hybrid of Splash Mountain with Tite and Splash Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And then I also took Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin with my last pick. Yeah, y'all had some great picks. My four, I had Haunted Mansion with my first pick. And then with my second pick, I took Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Third pick, I took Pirates. And then fourth, I took Peter Pan. I'm happy with this draft. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun. Please vote on Instagram. And I want more than six votes this time. Y'all did me dirty last time. (laughs) (laughs) Six votes. Six votes! But anyway, <laughs> moving on to our next topic, our next section of the podcast, which is a brand new section to the podcast, which I'm very excited about. It is called The Lightning Lane. And so growing up, I used to watch this show called Pardon the Interruption. It's a sports show with Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon, two legends in the industry. And so at the end of the show, they had this thing called The Fastest Two Minutes, where they, they covered smaller topics in the sports world and a two-minute span and just gave their you know two cents on it so to speak one to two sentences and so we're gonna do that but with disney so to start us off all right boys are y'all ready for the fast two minutes as ready as i'm let's gonna do be. this thing all right let's do this thing linguini all right so the incredibles are now face characters uh, i mean i'm a fan i mean they're cool just a little creepy that's all i gotta say i like it the new movie for incredibles is great i think they're gonna be involved more i'm behind this one all right moving on big thunder closed for refurbishment what do y'all think it just seems like a yearly refurb Honestly, I hope they do something to, you know, make the things in the line work, but I hope it's good. So I do agree with Glenn. They need to refurb the ride and the line, but overall it just seems like a yearly refurb. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think that this next section, this little tiny piece is one of my favorite things. They're bringing back the Figment Popcorn Bucket, which I did wait three hours for last time. Yeah, the Figment Popcorn Bucket, I actually do own I've Ever held it because Glenn still has it. I forgot about it until yesterday. It's a yeah, story. Uh, I actually don't like they're bringing it back because I wanted it to be more exclusive. 
But that being said, here we go. Yeah, for me, I've never actually owned a popcorn bucket. This is one I would like to own. So maybe one day I won't be there this time, but maybe I can snag this. All right, moving on. This is a big one. Figment character meet and greet. It's returning. I've never met Figment. I'm excited. What do y'all think? Would love for them to show more love to his attraction, but this is a good start. Yeah. That whole pavilion needs a lot of work. Seems like they are giving more attention to it. Figment also is a giant. When you meet him, he is scary. All right, Sam the Eagle Sipper is a brand new thing you can buy in the World Showcase in the Regal Eagle. What do y'all think about that? I love Regal Eagle. Honestly, I had two Muppet friends, so I'm behind this. Let's do it. I need one of these two. You know, give me that Sam Sipper. That's all I got to say. So yeah, next section. We are going to talk about a space mountain getting repainted. Another one of those things that happened yearly as a refurb, but finally they're doing it for the opening of Tron. I desperately needed a touch-up, you know, with Tomorrowland getting all the attention. Space Mountain's gonna feel like a little brother, so to speak, I think. But I do think that it's good that it's being touched up and giving some TLC. The area definitely needed a little touch up with Tron coming. There can be a lot of tension in that area. Now maybe they can finally bulldoze Tomorrowland Speedway. All right, <laughs> next up. The Way of Water is being implemented in Pandora. Love this movie. What do y'all think? I think it's cool. I would love Pandora getting some love at the Animal Kingdom. I would love for the storyline to be expanded some more. So, big win. Change, change, more change. I would love to see them change it. And I, I also would like to see them have different, you know, it's kind of like Star Tours-esque where they could have different, you know, stories in the ride each time yeah. you want. Next, we got free parking at resorts is returning. Should have never went away, right? I agree. This reduces cost, even though like cost is rising. So that's always just a positive, just see stuff like that. So yeah, I'm behind this. Let's do it. It feels like a bit of a band-aid to just grow up like the like Landon mentioned, the overall price increase. But you know, again, should have never gone away. So big fan. Next little thing that we're talking about that is another band-aid. You're getting free ride photos now when you buy Genie Plus. I think it's I really, really good. Like it should have been included a long time ago. Yeah, I agree. If you're paying a premium for Lightning Lane for the so-called fast pass, I think there needs to be a little more benefits. Especially like it was like $29, so this is awesome. And that is the end of the lightning lane part of the show, guys. I I really like that. That was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, that's the end of this first ever remote episode of the Rope Droppers podcast. It was a great time. You can check us out on Instagram to vote on those polls. And check out all our social medias that you can find in the description of this podcast. My name is Glenn. My name is Landon. I'm Colby. And this has been the Rope Droppers podcast. We'll see you real soon.